0: Hey friends, happy Sunday and welcome back to the Embodied Podcast. Today is Mother's Day, and so I wanted to wish all of the listeners out there who have experienced the experience of mothering in any way, shape, or form a happy Mother's Day. I hope that all of you out there who have gone through an experience of mothering, whether that be physically or psychologically, you feel celebrated for for your contributions to this world. I know today is sometimes a difficult day for a lot of people. There may be feelings of grief or loss or sadness, So also holding space for those of you who have a complexity of feelings about Mother's Day and all of that is is very welcome as well. And in response to it being Mother's Day, I wanted to do a podcast talking about this experience of, of mothering from a different perspective. Oftentimes we feel as if we have, to, we have to be a physical mother to be celebrated or to be acknowledged or to come into conscious relationship with Mother's Day. But something that I want to open up today on the podcast is the fact that we are all in the hands of the archetypal mother. So if we think about our physical mothers or if you are a physical mother... You can think about that experience as being like lowercase m mother and an experience or influence of the archetypal mother is like a capital m mother so there's a there's a different um, energy uh influence of this archetypal mother some patterns that are associated with the archetypal mother are patterns of creation, so the goddesses that are associated with the creative matrix of being, renewal and eternal birth, so patterns of abundance, of generativity, and then also patterns of death and regeneration. And we see this throughout different myths, stories, and images associated with the Great Mother. And so the paradox of this archetypal Great Mother is she who can give life is but one face of the same who can also take life away. So it is that life-giving and death-dealing aspect of the psyche that is encapsulated in the archetypal great mother. So it's almost like um, if you're experiencing creativity and life and birth, that's one face of the mother. But if you're experiencing loss, death, dismemberment, that can be another face of the same mother archetype. And so this paradox of... The image of the mother is what makes the influence of the great mother really, really complex. And as I've talked about so much on this podcast, we often take these psychological and archetypal patterns and reduce them down into a literal interpretation meaning that we are only under the influence of the archetypal mother if we are physically mothering or we have been mothered and I just don't think that that's the case and I'll kind of open that up here but to be honest I feel the weight of constant pressure coming from the outside that makes me feel as if I have to be a physical mother to be a valid woman in her 30s and that is just a statement to how much we are out of relationship with the great mother in our culture because that's that's implying that a conscious relationship with this archetypal mother isn't good enough as if we have to literally and physically mother a child to be considered woman. And I just I just don't agree with that. Mothering psychologically does not imply the need to physically have a child. Birthing and mothering a physical child and birthing and mothering a creative experience... Both involve similar rites of passage experiences that involve the influence of the archetypal great mother. So Marion Woodman, who I think is an absolute amazing embodiment of this archetypal mother energy, Marion Woodman once said that rites of passage are inner and outer, body and psyche at limit. We journey through the labyrinth of our souls. The mystery lures us into death which leads us into life. So opening up here that this rites of passage in coming into conscious relationship with the mother doesn't imply that it's a pattern. It doesn't imply that we actually have to give physical birth to a child. We can metaphorically give birth we metaphorically move into the mysteries of death which lead us into the metaphorical experience of aliveness of life. And so the way that I create these podcasts, the way that I write, the way that I work in my garden, the way I tend to my home, the way I tend to the planet, the way I experience the world, the way that I feel about the world and others and myself, the way that ideas move from the Imaginal into the ground of being or onto paper or into this podcast. They're all ways that are influenced by this archetypal mother. And so anybody out there who's listening that feels the same pressure around being a mother or mothering... Just know that you don't have to physically be a mother to be in relationship with the great mother. So anyone who says that coming into conscious relationship with creativity isn't as hard as a physical birth um, might not understand what I'm talking about here. And that's because there's an interpretation of this podcast at the literal level saying, oh, writing a paper is the same as giving physical birth to a child. That's not what I'm implying here. What I'm saying is that these outer life experiences of physically birthing and mothering a child and birthing and mothering a creative work, they're different for sure, but they both involve similar life and death dealing aspects of the psyche. So again, the, the gravitas of, this, of these experiences, they're hard to explain unless you've been through that or maybe you're listening to this and, and you're not exactly sure what I'm talking about here, but you, you get a feeling of like, oh man, it is really hard to give birth and to mother my creative projects. Oh my gosh! Maybe there's something there, and coming into conscious relationship to to the mother without having to be a mother, I think is part of becoming more conscious. It's bringing that unconscious influence into conscious awareness, and so I'll want to leave you with one more quote from Marion Woodman uh, again, because I think that she is a really great influence in the realm of the feminine and she says that in our creating we are created. The reason why I'm doing this podcast is because honestly as I said I've just felt so much pressure to to step into physical motherhood from whether it be cultural influence or family influence or what have you and there's so much in that where i feel deeply misunderstood because i feel like i'm going through similar gestation processes when i am contemplating ideas or or being in presence with my family even though i don't have physical children or birthing new ideas into manifest reality like there, there's so much that is happening there that is symbolic of or or metaphorical for mothering and and being a mother and birthing and this podcast is really for anybody out there who feels a similar pressure to to take that pressure off another thing that i wanted to share is last week rick and i went to go see elizabeth gilbert in Denver, and it was amazing. If you don't know who Elizabeth Gilbert is, she is the author of Eat, Pray, Love, but she also wrote this book called Big Magic, and Big Magic is an incredible book on creativity. One of the things that she spoke about is she wanted to see a radical change in the way that women in particular show up, and she said that she's been focusing on one word in particular. And she had the audience kind of sit with what they thought the word would be. And everyone's like, oh, brave, courageous, strong. You know, all of these words that we typically associate with radical movements. And the word that she spoke on and spent an hour speaking on was relaxed, relaxed. And how many women feel... I think it's because these same projections of expectation of what being a woman looks like is many women feel incredibly stressed. Incredibly stressed because they're out of alignment with who they are and the expectations and the roles that have been assigned to them. And this podcast in particular taking more of a depth psychological and mythical approach to it, but it's speaking to something similar that Elizabeth Gilbert was speaking on, is that, well, maybe we don't have to automatically move into a role that has externally been assigned to us if that doesn't necessarily feel like, what the deeper nature of soul is inviting you towards. We don't have to take being a mother literally. We can give birth to those things that live within our deepest essence and birth those into the world. And that is just as valid and just as beautiful. And I think that contributes to what Elizabeth Gilbert was talking about when she talks about being relaxed because so many people feel stressed out because they aren't tending to the deeper nature of soul. And different aspects that she spoke about were you know not understanding your priorities in your life and not having boundaries around those priorities. And then a third thing that she kind of spoke about was a mystical way of being in the world, so really allowing the inner nature to to guide and recognizing that inner and outer aren't as separate as as we think that they are. And so again, circling around this idea is, you know, creatively Working with psyche can be an incredibly nourishing and extremely valid way of coming into conscious relationship with the Great Mother. Because honestly, I know a lot of mothers, physical mothers, who are completely unconscious of the Great Mother archetype and unconscious of the way that the feminine moves through them. And those death-dealing negative aspects of the mother end up being channeled through that person unconsciously and it affects their children. And so don't feel as if you have to literally be anything in concrete reality. This is more about a psychological amplification of a particular image and, and how that image fits for you. And again, if you are a mother or you have a mother and you're celebrating Mother's Day today, amazing. But if if you feel like there's a little bit of dissonance around this day, just recognize that there are different perspectives and different ways to view the mother. So with that being said, I hope you guys have an amazing week and I would love it if you went into iTunes and dropped a five-star rating or a written review and just let me know what you are loving about the show those ratings and reviews help get the show into more ears and more souls across the world so I would really appreciate that so have a great week guys and we will chat on Thursday. Bye guys.